Hello G&Divas, we're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. Next Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. Go to sexofmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexofmyboss.com slash cinema. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello and welcome to Help I Sexted My Boss, the podcast where we help you navigate the challenges of modern life. Answering your 21st century questions and finding solutions to those everyday dilemmas. Like, what should you do if your boyfriend's a fussy eater? And, how often should you help yourself to some cheese when working from home? And of course, what should you do it's a if you... niche. Mine's, mine's peanut butter if I'm working from home. Really? I'll be like, right, I'll just have two crackers with peanut butter on. Yeah. Then, okay. half a pack of crackers later, I'm just sat on settee with a spoon of peanut butter. <laughs> Spooning it out of the jar. And of course, what should you do if you've accidentally sexted your boss? But we're not your usual agony ants, are we, William Hansen? Uh, No, we're not, Jordan North. I'm more luxury retreat, you're more all you can eat. Very good. Thank you, that's from Gary. I've not done an all you can eat in ages. Really? Yeah, there used to be a... um, Not from the look of it. When I was a kid, there used to be... (laughs) <laughs> no, you look very slim. I bloody don't. When oh, I was no, a, you do. Stop it. When I was a kid, we used to go. It was, eating out was either McDonald's, pizza, or, or buffet at Preston. And right, and it was an all-you-could-eat Chinese buffet, and it was amazing. And my dad used to come mad because if you left a plate full of food, they used to charge you. What yeah. if you left a plate? Mm, if you left too much food on your plate, they charge you. And they were very That's a very yeah. interesting concept. And I've not been there for years. I don't even know if it's open. Somebody do get in touch if you're in the Preston, Lancashire area. Um, used to go in and they had on the wall as you walked in, this massive wall, just a big CCTV board of pictures of people that had walked out without paying. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be there, me, 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 I'd be there going, went to school with him. Oh, she looked below me. Oh, what are Weren't he uh, Thingy's brother? Yeah. Yeah, he got suspended in the year nine and just been watching it. Yeah, it's great. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Well, there we go. There's an insight into the all-you-can-eat scene in Lancashire. Anyway, who should we toast to? Who should we... We, we should well, also explain that we're remote at the moment, because where are you? I'm in Rome. When in Rome? Yes, I'm working from Rome for the next couple of days. It's the... Uh... <laughs> 
<laughs> You've been waiting for that all day, haven't you? It's almost as if I booked the trip just to say that. No, I, I really didn't. <laughs> that would be extreme. Yes, uh, I'm WFR, uh, which is very nice, and you're WFH. Yes, I'm currently in my flat. I got back uh, an hour ago. Right. So. Okay. Well, we'll talk, we'll talk about where you've been in a moment, but let's let's do the toast. Um, stupid. I can't find the D anywhere in Rome. Can you not? There's, there's a complete dearth of D, um, but I've got a coffee, so I'll toast with my coffee. I've, uh, do you know what? We'll be honest. At the time of recording, it's half past ten in the morning. I've got a coffee as well. So yes, but let's be honest. That's never stopped us before. No, that's not. Who should we toast to? Uh, I think we should toast to Eurovision. Yes, Gay Christmas. Yes. Do you? Um, I want to ask you about that because you. I've not really heard you mention it. Did you and Mikey watch it? We did watch it. We went round to our neighbours and lovely Tom's and we watched it there. And didn't Britain do well? Obviously the right result with Ukraine winning, but Britain did do very... I mean, literally anything better than last year would have, would have been an improvement. But this was, was a huge improvement. So I think we chose Sam Ryder. To Sam Ryder in Eurovision. Sam Ryder. Mm. Oh, that's great, strong black coffee, how it should be made. Oh, stop it. Mm. One of these days I'm coffee. Going... No, no, your your coffee is too strong. One of these days, I'm going to give you a coffee masterclass. Masterclass, uh, as always. No, no, if... <laughs> masterclass. No, it's, Ma- if you're if you're going to mock my vowels, masterclass, master not masterclass. Cl- Masterclass. There we uh, go, that's better. As always, if you need help with something, then we would love it if you got in touch. You can send your nervous narratives to help at sextedmyboss.com or you can tweet or send us a message on Instagram at sextedmyboss or you can write to William, who promises a handwritten reply in his own letter paper. The address is on the website, sextedmyboss.com. We should also say, if you want to remain anonymous, we do promise that we never reveal our sources. So, produce, if you write in... Producer Ben's very good. He will yeah, strip off the say. emails and the names. But if you write in, uh, Ben doesn't show us your name or anything like that as well, so don't worry. And if you message us on DM or anything, Ben's quite... Which I think's good. We, If you want to remain anonymous, um, we, we won't see who you are. So yeah. ben, ben has a Google of the names and has the right laugh at their life. But other, other than that, it's, it's all very anonymous. So what are you doing in Rome? Um, well, this was booked... Um, months ago as a little sort of three-night getaway for Mikey and and me and then Mikey got that big job and basically because we're getting married later on the year I might have mentioned and we have a honeymoon um he didn't have any annual leave left so uh and I couldn't cancel it so I've just come on my own no Mm. you hate your own company though I did, no, it, no, well, not at the moment. I mean, we're, we're less than 24 hours into this, and so far I'm enjoying it. Oh, OK. Have you already... So I'm just I'm working and just have, so doing mornings of work, afternoons of sunbathing, exploring. And evenings of pay-per-view porn. Is that still a thing? Paper, no, it's not a thing. Is that well, it's certainly a... not Certainly not on this television. Oh, is that, I was going to say, John, when you used to go to a hotel room and you'd get charged for watching porn. Now you just well, want... No. It was. It was a thing back in the nineties. It was a thing. Right. They had like, and you'd ring down. Not that I know. I just seen it on films and stuff. You'd ring down, or you'd put you, and they'd just add it to your room. Right. Well, yeah. that's uh, that's not something that we have here. So you're just in Rome. Are you going to do a bit of writing stuff like that? You're going to be quite creative, or? Yes, I'm. I'm. I am going to. There's been a few projects that we know. I don't know if we talked about. We probably save this for another time. But I did before COVID start writing a murder mystery. Yes, um, you did. Yes, and 
I thought when COVID started and we went into lockdown, I thought, fantastic, I'm going to sort of just get through it very quickly, bash it out, don't say anything. And so... That's what the paper fuse for, as we're talking. <laughs> but then COVID, and I think we were all in this boat, um, sucked any creativity out of me, and I didn't really feel like doing anything. So uh, it sort of got put on hold. But now that life is going back to normal, I, f- I feel inspired again. Yeah. It's coming over me in waves. Uh, thank you, pardon. It's coming over me in waves. Lucky Rome. Um, that's so weird you said that, because in the first lockdown, I wrote a script and thought it was really good. And I was really oh, oh, for your for your BBC Three sitcom. Uh, I read it, and then I read it back a couple of weeks later, and it was bloody awful. But yes, I remember... you, we, did, we did bits of it on the podcast. Yeah, but I remember being really creative in the first six weeks, and then... And now I'm just like, yeah, feel a bit more. Yeah, but but Jordan, let's be honest. Since you started to write that, and before you did, I'm a celebrity. Wouldn't stand a chance of getting commissioned. Now, <laughs> no, trust me, is that bloody bad? Mm, okay. Um, the other thing I did, I did it yesterday. Have you ever done this? Have you ever had cryotherapy? Cryotherapy. Yes. It's basically where you go into two incredibly cold rooms for three minutes and it helps with blood circulation, metabolism, mental health, general well-being. Mm. Um, and I've I've heard about it before. I've never done it. And, of course, there's all that stuff on TV at the moment about going into cold lakes and stuff to help with your breathing. Whatever. Very in at the moment, that, isn't it's it? Very in. So I thought I'd have a go. Um, it is in- indeed incredibly cold. Um, the first room you go into, and I should just say also you're wearing, I'm wearing a woolly hat, woolly gloves, socks, proper shoes, and a face mask. Now, the face mask actually has got nothing to do with COVID. It's just actually to protect your nose. You're, you're in there mm-hmm. on your own. The first room you go into is at minus 60 degrees Celsius. Jesus, wet. Yes, quite. Well, no, you wait for it. And wait, you go into the... That, mm. That'd be like watching Burnley at Turf Moor on a Saturday in the middle of December, <laughs> that. Trust me. I've no colder ground on earth than Turf Moor. Anyway. Well, I, I did think as I was in that room, I thought this is just like when we went to Chicago in December. Uh, it was sort of sort of like that. Um, anyway, so we, we went in, I went into that room on my own. You're in there for 20 seconds. Then you move into the other chamber of which the door is like a big sort of industrial fridge you're basically going into. Um, but it's an industrial freezer uh, has got ice all over it. So you go into that room and that is minus 110. What the f- can you even breathe in that? Mm. Luckily, yes. Um, and you're in that for three minutes, although they say two minutes if you've never done it before. I did manage three. I don't know how. There is glass that you can see the technician through, the, and they can talk to you and you can talk to them and you can come out, and I'm sure there's a panic button if anything happened. Is that in Rome? Yes. Um, but it was jolly cold. What was slightly disconcerting is when you were actually... You sort of, I signed up to do it, and then just before you go in, they give you you know the waiver that you often get before beauty treatments, uh, which asked me to write down my next of kin. Um, that was that was the only point I thought, is this really sensible? Is producer Ben still your next of kin? No, he's not my next of kin. Good God, can you imagine that? When you're married, Mike, will be your next of kin now. Yes, that's how it works. Is, is your mother your next of kin at the moment? Oh, God, <laughs> she'd be the worst person to ring <laughs> if someone, God forbid, anything happened to you and James. <laughs> oh, I'll be there in a minute. I need to get a private jet to run. William's got his tongue stuck in some freezer. What do you mean? What do you mean? His tongue's stuck in a fucking freezer. He's been doing cryotherapy, Brian. We need to go to Rome, darling. Put the champagne on ice. Put it on his dead body. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, taking it, taking it a bit far. Um, 
yes one of your parents is is my name i did also put mike's number down as well okay. but i mean they're at least a three-hour flight away i, know. So I don't Imagine know what it would have done mike up building site phone held up against his ear with his shoulder hello what's he done now oh for christ's sake i'm a bit a bit busy at the moment on site yeah Cryotherapy. How much was hmm. cryotherapy, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, no. Well, uh, I, it's in euros. More than 200. Oh, no, no, no. We took two figures. No, no, no. It was it was 50. Oh, okay. 50 quid. I think, okay, even, even our very left-wing producer thinks that's okay. So... <laughs> Can I ask you this now? A hmm, serious yeah. question. Yes. After you'd been to cryotherapy and you'd gone to minus what was it 110 minus 110 degrees celsius serious question Mm. had it gone into your stomach what do you mean you know like i remember once i uh we swam in a lake in the middle of like october november and you know when it goes inside itself it's inside itself it's cold it just like disappears Uh, oh oh jordan now i know what you mean yeah you know like no no. Well, I did. No, it was all all good. Oh, okay. Thank all God fine. for that. Oh, <laughs> Christ! I'm worried then. <laughs> um, just before we get on to what you've been up to, should we just give everyone a little because uh, we last spoke to everybody uh, just before we did the Belfast show. Oh God. Uh, for the tour. <laughs> oh God. Uh, so I feel we should just update people on how Belfast went. So Belfast went really well. Thanks to everybody in Belfast that came to see us. A fantastic venue as well. Um, it's possibly, no, I'd say it's the most drunk I've ever seen William Hansen. William right. Hansen fell over. He fell uh, look, in, he, in no, the, he fell into the, on the public street, he fell into a bin bag, a load of bin bags, and then we had to put him in the van and he fell in the van. I, I, had, I had what the royal household would call episodic mobility problems. That's what I had. And episodic, at, I like that. At the end of the... Uh, yeah, um, it was... I think what hadn't happened is that we hadn't had a lot to eat. And that's you always were shit my downfall. Faced. You were shit-faced. Yeah. But we had a good night. Yeah, we had a very good night, but yeah. Um... Other than when I forgot that the currency in Belfast is still the British pound. You referred to it as euros. Yes. That got Didn't go down brilliantly well. I'm, I'm, I'm not critiquing you, I'm just... Pointing out some... You also missed a couple of cues that night as well. I missed a couple of cues? Yeah. Oh, let me take you back. Oh, well, oh, oh, here we go. Okay, here we go. Bring it, bitch. Because you missed a couple of cues. Well, so did you. I missed about six. I was hammered. <laughs> I was fucking hammered. So hang on, if that's your defence, what's my defence? Well, I, you know, people expect it from me. <laughs> right. I missed quite. Yes. How many did I miss? Was it a bad show? Oh, do you I... think? No, it wasn't a bad show. Now Jordan's going to go needy now and start. No. We're going to have to start sort of telling him he wasn't that bad. God. So yeah, no, it was. It was. It was a fun night, and there were some some lovely moments. Um, me and Ben went out for a drink afterwards. Ben, why did you let me have that bloody sambuca afterwards? But um, I was up the next day at four in the morning to catch a flight because I uh, this past last week. I've been filming something the other side of the world. Uh, I can't Ooh. really can't really say Burnley. what it is. <laughs> no. Um, so I've been filming filming something uh, long distance, uh, and well, where, uh, where's the camera? Is that long distance? Do you have to shout? No, the cameras are there. Um, so I had to get up at four to leave at half four at twenty to five. I had this 
taxi driver banging on my hotel door, bang, had to wake me up. Then he's like, I couldn't get my suitcase closed. I'm panicked. I'm still in the same clothes that we performed in the night before. Yeah. And I'm flapping and I'm going to get there. I'm getting the, the taxi driver's going mad at me because he's got another job. Rush to the airport, get to the end of the queue. Finally get through security and check in and what have you. And I'm like, I don't, I've got my passport and everything and I'm like, that. go to put my new brace in. And I've left my brace and I just oh. had a mini breakdown. This Oh darling. This woman next to me was like, Are you okay? I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm a nervous flyer and I wasn't that bad. And 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 I've I've been late and now I've left my brace and I don't like flying and she was like, Are you, are you? she was like, You'll be fine, you'll be fine. So thank you to that mysterious, lovely stranger at Belfast Airport that um that made me feel that made me feel better. But yeah, oh. God, I had a I had a bloody nightmare. What a week! I'm absolutely. I only got back from said place, not Belfast. I only got back last night. Gosh. So and then I've, I've only got back to my flat this morning. So yeah, it's all happening. It's it all is happening. all happening. Mm. Um, well, and and um, do we talk about that? You also then missed your flight. Oh yeah, and then it was a stress. Uh, I missed my connecting flight to this place. Well, you were doing three flights, weren't doing you? Three fli- flights. Which, for and... someone who's a nervous flyer, some somebody in a production office there was having a bit of a laugh, making you do three flights. But the thing is, it wasn't my fault that I missed it. That, that there was a problem with the plane, which just got me. Apparently, there was an oil leak on the plane. Great. Let me know that before I get on a plane. So, did did they spill the olive oil in business class? <laughs> so um, we got delayed, and then I missed my connecting flights, and I had to stay. Oh, it was just a nightmare. It was just. A, oh. um. Yeah, but I'm here and I'm fine, and it's it's all good. It's all good. And we've good. Well, that that's that's what I like. I think you just need to, to sort of stay in one place for for a bit until we we've, we've got Birmingham and Salford and Edinburgh uh, are our next shows. But only in a, in a month's time. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm gonna miss doing the the tour. Let me just get another wait top, to go back. Top of oh yeah, coffee. you you top yourself coffee. up. What was this you wanted to mention? It says as per my last email. Talk to us about that. Well, shall I wait until my co-presenter is at least... No, I can hear you. Let's crack on. Oh, yeah, don't mind us. Lie down, we'll fan you. Oh, would you? <laughs> um, well, I'm, I'm going to do something else before. Um, no, Jordan is not having a wee. He's pouring more He's pouring more over-brewed French roast coffee into it's his Italian large syrup. Have... Oh, Italian roast, is it? I'm so sorry. I didn't have a French roast in. I was fuming. <laughs> have I changed? Anyway, um, before we talk about uh, email etiquette, um, there's another little event that's happening uh, towards the end of this week that I feel that we should talk about. Oh, yeah. Ben's doing a half marathon. Yes, he hasn't mentioned it. He doesn't like to talk about it. Or as Ben likes to call it, with the size of his legs, a stroll around the park. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's a quarter marathon for Ben. I do 10K in, like... It takes me a good hour to do 10k. Ben does it in like 40 minutes, I think. What's your time for a te- for a 10k, Ben? 44 minutes. 44, wow. right? Last time I did a 10k, let me have a look. I'll have a look on my app now. I think I would have done it in. Uh, let me have a look. My, I can't find it. Oh, activity. Uh, I did my last 10k in 55 minutes, so he's got a full. Oh, 53 actually. Oh, 53. Oh, well, that's all right then. Anyway, Ben on Sunday is running the Hackney Half Marathon 
in aid of St Mungo's charity, which is marvellous. Uh, if any g and like me would like to sponsor him, I have already sponsored him, you can go to the link in his bio, and I'm sure the Sexted account will post about it. And I say the Sexted... Well, when I say the Sexted account, what I mean is Ben. Mm, yeah. No, 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 seriously. I'll sponsor you, Ben. 50p. <laughs> I'll give you 50 pence. Do you remember that when you used to have to go around your neighbours and knock on the door? Get to sponsor you. Um, no. Did you not I do think that? My... We did you Ben? I think... Is that you did? You'd like you did summer and then you'd be doing like a walk and you had to go and knock on your neighbour's door and be like, Will you sponsor me a pound to do this? I think my parents would take the sponsor sheet to like my mother would take it to her tennis coffee morning and they would all just write down and sponsor five pounds, ten pounds, whatever it was. Of course she bloody would. Tennis coffee Do you remember the first time I met your mum? She'd literally just come back from tennis. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Darling, I've do. never played tennis in my life, but I like to go for the social side of things. Yes. I I, I have a racket somewhere, darling. <laughs> um so yeah, no, we, we didn't we didn't do that. But anyway, Ben, as they say in the theatre, break a leg. <laughs> not on a marathon though. <laughs> oh no, no, maybe not. No. Uh good luck. <laughs> good luck. Pull but... a tendon. I don't know, whatever they say in the Pull a tendon. <laughs> Snap an ankle. Don't, because if he does now, we'll feel awful. <laughs> when we see Ben on next week and he's in traction, it'll, uh, it'll thought, somewhat take the shine off it. I thought he was doing it in Hackney. No, oh, no, not Acton, traction. Oh. Anyway, are we going Very to watch good. him on Sunday? Are we going to watch oh, him? Oh, God, no. Um, no, we... <laughs> Been going to Hackney. Oh, Burnley! I'm, I'm on Newcastle. I'm in Burnley. I'm watching Burnley Newcastle. I can't talk about the football. Oh, you're... I can't talk about the footy at the moment. It's too stressful. Oh. It's just, I have never experienced PMT like this before. Right. Pre-match tension. Yeah, yes. Thank you. I am just. I. It, yeah. I've, I've, I've. Yeah. Is it the last game on Sunday? Yeah, we've got. It must be coming to the end of the season. Yeah, it is. It is. God, get me. And who, and who who are they? New, Newcastle. Yeah, we got. Villa who do you think first. will win? Oh, I, I want Burnley. We've got to win our next two games to stay up. Right. Okay. Well, fingers crossed. Oh, I'm so stressed. Two big sporting events then on Sunday: Burnley, Newcastle, and Ben's half marathon. There you go. I'm so For those who stressed. are wondering what St Mungo's is, it's a homeless charity, by the way. So if you want to support the homeless, again, link in bio for all of that. Oh, bless you, Ben. Seriously, good luck, though, mate. Seriously, and we will sponsor you. Um, what, what's this about your email? Well, no, so I've seen a thing on social media, which, which I've seen a while ago, cropped up again this week, that people are saying that when people write in emails, as per my last email, which they're sort of trying to remind you, you didn't reply to my last email, and they think that as per my last email is passive aggressive. Now, as someone who... Is passive aggressive. From, from time to time, it has been known that I might be a little bit passac. It's only passive aggressive because you didn't. That person didn't reply to the email. If you replied to the email in the first place, we wouldn't need to be passive aggressive. So I just want to stand up for everybody who uh, has to send an email saying, "As per last my last email, I'm with you. I get it. You wouldn't need to be passive aggressive if people just replied to their emails." Uh, I I disagree. I think it is quite passive aggressive. And as somebody who's very busy and often doesn't reply to emails. Um, I, I am on the side of those people. And half the time, emails can be done in a tech. Oh, do you know what? Now, do you know what it is? Because I don't reply to emails now. <clears throat> yeah. 
Mm. The people around me think that adding me in a WhatsApp group's easier, and that just oh. causes me more stress. Yeah, no, no, no. So, no. like, it's just like, ah! It's like, hey, um, you've got this shoot next week, so I'm just adding you in with a WhatsApp group. No, 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 no. Just let's stick to emails. Let's stick to emails. Just ring <laughs> me. Yes, no, I, uh, yeah, there, there, I think there are too many WhatsApp groups now uh, that go on. Ben and I have come up with a new little system for contacting each other. What? We've had, it, we've had it going for a couple of months now. So Ben and I, if it's business, we'll talk on Slack, which is the messaging app for businesses. Whereas if it's personal, we're on WhatsApp. Slack? So, yes. It's like a, lots like Microsoft Teams Messenger. Lots, lots of people will use it. So Ben knows. If Ben feels his Slack going, he knows I mean business. <laughs> I don't, I mean... Uh... I've got to do a jolly joke of the week now, but I'm not going to... Next next <laughs> week, or for the bonus, we should do more email gripes. So if there's anything... Mm. If you're listening now... Um, oh, Jordan's had an idea for the podcast. And, you this want, moment. and you've got some etiquette on e- email etiquette. We'll do a special email etiquette on Friday, I reckon, because there's so many things we could talk about with that. So, yes. Uh, remember to get in touch. Shall we do Jordan's jolly joke of the week? Let's go for it. Here's the jingle. If you like a chap who's cheeky and northern, you're in for a treat. With our Jordan, and if a giggle is what you seek, you're sure to love Jordan's jolly joke of the week. Cha-cha-cha. My boss hates it when I shorten his name to Dick. And I'll tell you the punchline <laughs> after the break. <laughs> I've worked it out. Hey, Mark, what is up with your bad self? Well, hey, Simon, what is up with your bad self? Well... As it turns out, lots is up. Like, actually, what? Like a whole new podcast. They thought we were going away, but we're back. Biggerer and betterer and largerer and more is morer. And it's going to have reviews of... Big films, small films, weird films, new films... And... And television. Kermode and Mayo's Take. Follow now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit get 30, bit get 20, 20, 20, bit get 20, 20, bit get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plushcare plushcare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Thanks for sticking with us, G&Divas. Jordan's Jolly Joke of the Week this week. My boss hates it when I shorten his name to Dick. 
especially because he's called Steve. <laughs> Waiter Have says, I think I've done that one. I yeah, it's funny. One. It's a good one, though. Waiter says, how do you like this? this is from Graham North. Thank you oh. to my dad for this. How's like Ali? I've, I've, I've just, just I haven't heard Ali yeah, for ages. He's, just, he's really busy at the moment as well. Uh, I text, he texts me yesterday. He's filming actually. a show in uh, the other side of the world as well. Oh, quite. Lee's an army soldier. He's very busy. Oh, right. Waiter says, how do you like your steak, sir? Sir replies, like winning an argument with my wife, the waiter says, rare it is. <laughs> proper dad joke from Graham, that. Yeah, slightly, slightly sexist dad joke. It's all, all... Is it? Is it? Oh, God, is it? <laughs> it, it it's borderline. It's, oh, no, I didn't mean that. My dad just sent it me, because... Well, we'll just crash on anyway. Um, we're going to give away another pair of tickets for Lance on tour when we resume in a couple of weeks. Um, so unlike Give Me the D, this is tag for tickets. So for any date that you want to go to, one lucky winner will be able to take a mate to see me tied up live on stage, it says here, and any of the other fun that we're going to have in the next few shows. So you've got Birmingham, Salford, Edinburgh, Nottingham, Leeds, Newcastle or London to pick from. For the full list of cities and the dates, go to sextomybosscom slash live. Jordan, how do people enter? Uh, you can enter the competition. you just got to look out for our post on Instagram. You'll see the Instagram on there and then tag for tickets. Marvellous. Shall we go on to the listeners' questions? Yes, please. What have you got for us today? Uh, this is an, an anonymous one, so that's good, having uh, having talked about anonymous people. Um, hello, William, Jordan and producer Ben. I hope you are well and enjoying William's, no apostrophe, stag do. I'm very sad that I won't be seeing you on this tour. Why not? Uh, I've been out in a very difficult situation at work. Oh, I think she means I've been put in a very difficult situation at work. Uh, a colleague of mine, let's, I say her, could be, a, could be a boy, could be, they don't know. Uh, a colleague of mine, let's call her Louise, recently lost her partner very suddenly. It's obviously incredibly sad and been difficult for her to return to work. I get on well with her and have offered her support. Would she like me to cook for her and bring meals she can reheat? Would she like to go for a walk? Would she simply like some company, even just to sit in silence, but to know someone is there? while she has been off work. The company I work for do an annual fundraiser, and this year they have chosen to donate the money to Louise. Not a charity chosen by Louise, for example the British Heart Foundation, but all of the money given given to Louise directly. Each of the 30 employees have been given a fundraising target of £200 in cash, which we are told is to help her out with living costs. Am I a bad person for not wishing to take part in this fundraiser? I'm not sure I'd feel comfortable asking friends and family members to make a cash donation to someone who is a total stranger to them. I feel like an awful person for thinking about it, but surely it would be more beneficial for my employer to increase Louise's salary rather than ask her colleagues to make donations. I hope I don't come across as a total bitch. Regards, Anonymous. Uh, do you know what? It's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Um, uh, it, it, I, I, can, it, I can see why that is uncomfortable. It's the same as sort of like for weddings. It's a different sort of scenario. I, I'm still not brilliantly happy with the people that just ask directly for money, um, particularly with no end goal. It's just like, oh, we just want some money. Um, that, that perhaps doesn't doesn't sit well for me and other people but then other people think it's absolutely fine yeah if look it's one of them like if it was me i'd 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 be happy to do it but i get it if you didn't want to do it so i'd say again it's each to their own if if you're not comfortable doing it then you don't have to do it i don't think you should be pressured into it by your boss or your colleagues um it's a good question actually and it, it should be optional it shouldn't be you've got to raise this much it should you know it should be optional 
there are two strands there for me in that there's one thing for sort of the employees to put 30 quid or whatever in the pot for Louise. And then there's another saying to your, as, as Anonymous says, to your family and friends, oh, can you put 10 quid in this pot for someone at work, please? Oh, yes, what charity is it for? It was just for her. She's going to buy herself a new sofa or something. That that perhaps I don't know. is where I don't I'm know. More... Well, she's not buying a new sofa. She's been off work, so she's just helping her with cost of living. I'd, if she was my employee, I'd be happy to help out. Um, but again, if you're not comfortable doing with it, then that's fine. You're not a total... You're not a bitch, as you'd say. Um, not at all. My friend recently got injured in a football match and um, one of his mates... Other mates set up a, a just giving page because he's self-employed, mm. so he's going to be. Well, out that's nice. Work. That's nice because that, self-employment. And loads of people have donated on that, and like nobody begrudges it. It's like it's just what you do for your mates, isn't it? So, but for yeah. a, for a company that employs thirty people, um, I I do think that maybe the company could just stump up two hundred, or they could the company could put it up two hundred themselves and then say we would now like our employees to try and match that. So it's in effect four hundred. And if they can't afford two hundred or to increase her salary as anonymous suggests, then maybe the business is in trouble. Just a suggestion. No, good one. Next one. This is from Dom. Dear William and Jordan, I hope you are both well. I know I'm not the first G&Diva to say this, but I love the podcast and I have laughed and cried along with you both in equal measure and found your candid and sensitive perspectives... Which episode was that? Uh, of great comfort. My best friend from home is getting married in the Netherlands, or in the Netherlands, later this year. He now lives there with his fiancée. I've been invited to the stag, but I'm a little nervous. So far, it involves a sporting match and a bar crawl. But the bit that worries me the most is that I think I'm the only gay man in the group. The banter hasn't been too prolific, too wrong with only one O, uh, mainly around being Southern. But do you think it's good etiquette to say something to the groom if I, if I am uncomfortable, not specifically about this joke, or just realise that I'm being a bit oversensitive? How do you handle activities that maybe go too far? Also, any tips on having a good time, but not at the expense of my liver or dignity, would be appreciated. Warmest regards, Dom. Dom, I feel I should be coming to you rather than you coming to us. Um, so... Have they? Is he worried about them being a bit homophobic in their banter? Potentially, or just, or just, you know, not necessarily that, because I'm sure, I'm sure that he's they're not a complete load of Neanderthals. Yeah, um, it, but just that he just may just not be able to associate with their references, or may not feel comfortable going to sort of you know places like Temple Bar, or sorry, places in the Netherlands that you know maybe he doesn't want to go to. Right, Dom. Let me tell you this. Right, um, you, you've. I can understand why you're feeling a bit anxious and apprehensive, but um, I, I promise you this, there might be a big group going and you might not know many of them. And I've been in a similar situation where I've gone to stag dudes and don't know anyone, but you, there will be one or two people that you get on with really well that weekend that are like, you look after each other and you'll kind of like be able to have a laugh and crap with them. Uh, also, I think people are different now. Like laddie banter and stag dudes aren't what they used to be 20 years ago or so. But if if anything is really? said, eh, if anything is said that's a bit untoward, then definitely you either say something or maybe point it out to your friend who's the the groom. That's my advice. But try not to worry about it. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you'll have a great time, and hopefully nothing bad is said that offends you. And yeah, and if and this this is this is good advice for any any situation. If and I think I've said it before, but if if they if somebody does say something that 
doesn't sit right with you or, or anyone in their right mind, um, then just normally asking people to repeat back what they've said is normally quite a good way of sort of it's it's not particularly confrontational, but you can just say, I'm sorry, what did you just say? Uh, and then they actually have to think about what they've said. And normally, if they're a decent human being, they will clock what they said and, and apologise. And if they don't, then it's up to you how you oh, how okay. you react. That would be my suggestion. But also, if you if there are other activities, Dom, that you don't sort of that you're uncomfortable doing, feel free to suggest. I mean, look, you suggest something that you are at least so there is at least one activity that you are more comfortable doing. Yeah, yeah. A lot of stag, we talked about a lot of stag do's, not ours, but a lot of stag do's now. Like, people plan stuff and they go golf and bloody sports and go-kart. It's like, let's just go and get pissed. Let's just, right. it's, it's not often we all get together. Let's just find a bar and get pissed. That's the perfect, that's the perfect stag do for me. As long as it's a bar that's not too noisy. Hi, George, you're still coming to the stag do at the weekend. Yeah, we've got golf and go-karting. So, oh, for God's sake. Right. Not, not that you're being classist in any way. No, I'm not. I'm just be like, let's just go Weatherspoons and get pissed. Weatherspoons. What's wrong with that? No, uh, no, it sounds gorgeous. I missed a stag do this weekend. Sorry again, Ash also listens to the, the podcast of that. Because um, I, I was away with this this filming. And my mate messaged me saying, mm. we're in spoons, get on the app and get us a rounding. <laughs> Well, I think, quite frankly, in the circumstances, that's the least you could have done. But by the time I got the message, it was like where I was at the other side of the world. It was like it was like nine o'clock in the morning when I woke up and read it. Oh. So, yeah. But sorry again, Ash, I missed you, Stag do. I do apologise. Ash could have always have invited me. I could have, I could have done my best Jordan North impression. He loves you. He oh, loves you. Oh, bless Ash. I know. Yeah. Um, Dominic's... My, our Dominic's girlfriend, Annie, Your as well. Is obs- yeah, my Dominic. No, our Dominic. Right. Um, she's obsessed with you as well, apparently. Oh, right. She's, okay. ner- she's very nervous about meeting you in Salford. Oh, is she? Oh, right. Okay. Do you know a lot of people, a lot of my family and friends get really nervous about meeting you? Do you oh, know that? Sake. I think you secretly thrive off it. You buzz off it. People get so nervous. I'm like, hi, how are you? You all right? You, people like... I remember one friend saying... I- didn't one of my friends curtsy to you once? You made her so nervous. Curtsy, yeah, possibly, yes. I yeah, think she was like, "Oh, well. sorry, I don't know why I just did that." Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to adopt the. You know, you know, my one of my very favourite radio presenters, Steve Allen on LBC. Mm. Uh, our friend Tom met him uh, in the office because Tom was at the time working for for Global, who produced LBC. And uh, Tom went up to Steve and went, "Oh, Steve, hi, hi, so lovely to meet you." And Steve went, "Yes, it is, isn't it?" <laughs> 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 So I might I might adopt the Steve Allen approach. Okay, yeah, but you yeah. love me. Anyway, go on, give us one more. You love making people feel nervous. I don't. That's a complete You lie. came to my house and said, and I quote, I was nervous all week about you coming to my new flat. I'd only just got unpacked and you went, well, it's lovely on the inside. I, I cannot, I can remember talking about the fluff. I cannot remember that comment. Anyway. Okay, this one is from Emma. Hello, William, Jordan and PB. I really need your advice, help and maybe a favour. I have the most amazing colleagues and we are a really close-knit team of six. I'm in charge of the birthday round robin and organisation. We don't do anything over the top, but... 
uh, always a card signed by everyone and a meaningful gift personalised to them. I came into work today and my amazing colleague Helen announces that today is her birthday. She did this at one o'clock when she had seen multiple staff members already that day, none of whom had any idea because I had noted her birthday on the calendar as the 9th of July. I was filled with dread. She assures me it's fine and not a big deal, but I can only imagine how left out she feels when everyone else in the team has had their birthday celebrated this year and she is always the first one to bring in the cash when contributing towards other birthday presents. How can I make this up to her without it seeming forced? I have joked that we will just celebrate on the 9th of July as planned, but what do I do? She is a huge Jordan North fan, right? Uh, Listens to you every day while she does her workout and I've recently introduced her to the podcast. Maybe a birthday shout-out from her favourite man on the radio or podcast could get me back in her good graces. Kindest regards, Emma. But, yeah, I can do a birthday shout-out for your friend Emma, of course. What's her, what's her name? Helen. Hey, Helen, it's Jordan North here. Sorry that Emma forgot about your birthday. She's not a terrible friend. She's just been really busy at the moment. And uh, I'm leaving you this message on our podcast for all our podcast listeners to hear to say happy birthday to you, Helen. And both William and I will now sing our birthday song. Happy birthday, birthday to, to you. you. Happy birthday. This is not to working to you. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, dear Helen. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday to you. Happy birthday, Helen. Hope you have a good one. Lovely. Remember, you can send your nervous narratives to help at sexedmyboss.com or you can tweet us or send us a message on Insta at sexedmyboss. Uh, or you can write to me and I'll send you a handwritten reply on my own letter-headed paper. Uh, it might even have a whiff of lasagna on it because I'm in Rome. The address is on the website sexedmyboss.com. Ciao, Bella. Ciao, Bella. Oh, no, what's the other one? Arrivederci. <laughs> we'll see you on Friday and we'll be back in the studio then. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Hello, Gene Divas. We're just popping up in case you're deep in episodes from years ago to tell you that very soon you can see us in the cinema. Hello from the future. It's future William and Jordan here. Stop living in the past and get up today. On Tuesday, our show at the London Palladium will be streamed live into cinemas. So if you want an evening full of laughs and outrageous problems and dilemmas, then come along and join us on the big screen. Help as Sex and My Boss Live is showing everywhere and everyone's welcome. 
Go to sexatmyboss.com slash cinema to get your tickets now. That's sexatmyboss.com slash cinema.